The internet has changed a lot in 25 years, but that's the last time comprehensive internet regulations were passed. Learn more about why Facebook wants updated internet regulations at about.fb.com slash regulations. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side? Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg? And real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Mmm. Grilled onions? And a butter bagel too? Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. All is fair in love war and challenges. I, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Yeah. What's really good, Potsters? I am MTV Malik. He is Tadalada. Today we are joined by Becky at Giftmaster Bex. What's really good? This is the hit list. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. It's challenge day. Tom, when <laughs> that baby popping out? Uh, I guarantee it's going to happen this weekend. I guarantee it. Didn't you say that last weekend? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're getting closer and closer. So. Well, every day it's closer to it happening. So you never know. <laughs> yeah. It could happen. It could happen during this, for all we know. Oh, wow. the baby is just gonna have to wait then. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. Labor yeah. takes hours. We're okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, what hell of an episode we had tonight on the challenge thirty-four? Let's go ahead and take a look at your shitty list. All right. At number one, we got Jordan. Number two, CT. Three, Ashley. Four, Leroy, Paulie, Turbo, Rogan, Zach, Tori, and Josh rounds out the top ten. But we're gonna go ahead and start in the basement. Let's talk about your number 20 spot, Ninja. Not a huge drop for her, but we didn't really see much out of her. What did Ninja do to make you put in the number 20 spot? I mean, she pissed me off just as much as she was pissing her own teammates off, essentially. Um, all she did was make Zach mad, make the rest of the group mad. Jordan was yelling at her. And then after that, she kind of disappeared. After the daily challenge, we didn't see her at all that much. And but that's kind of unfair. She, she was working hard. They didn't really appreciate it. I don't think she was treated very well. I, I disagree with their antics and the way that they did treat her 100%, but it was kind of just. It's just like you got to pick when you say things, but they were saying the right things just in the wrong tone. They were too aggressive, but she wasn't doing anything to help. Ashley was clearly doing a better job at leading them. Ninja was almost practically on top of them as she was trying to guide them. And so that, that's just why she falls. She had a, not a really stand-up performance in the daily and then was kind of hidden throughout the episode. All right, Becky, do you feel like the number 20 spot is a good place for Ninja? I really didn't see a lot from Ninja today. I was pretty disappointed. I was hoping that she would definitely step up, especially when she started guiding them. I do understand the boys' frustrations. Uh, I agree with Tyler that it's completely disrespectful what they did. But I do see where she would be very frustrating, but nobody deserves to be talked to or treated that way. I agree with you 100%. Don't you guys think that everybody's being a little bit too hard on Ninja? Like me personally, I don't really find it that annoying. I can see where she's trying and you can definitely tell that she is trying to be a team player. Uh, I think that they are being hard on her. They're really not helping teach her how to do what she was doing. They were just too busy yelling at her to shut up. 
so I think in the end they were both wrong. And I think that again, that she was mistreated and she deserves a little bit more respect, at least for trying, you know, she wasn't trying to sabotage them. Let's go ahead and take a look at one spot ahead of her, the number 19 spot, Theo. Now we didn't see much out of Theo besides him, you know, worrying about having to go into elimination. You got him all the way down in the 19th spot. Tell us why. Kay- Kaylee said it pretty, pretty sure it was Kaylee. She said it pretty strongly that Theo was actually a hindrance um, on them doing this challenge so successfully because he was so much taller than the rest of his teammates. He's tall. What are you going to do about I know. That? But here's the thing. If we had a competition where it was if somebody was fast or slow, we would be dogging on the person that went slow. This is a challenge where you need a complete balance. And, you know, if you don't have complete balance and it starts tipping, you've got to blame what's making it imbalanced. Again, you can't blame the other 10, 12 people. You blame the one fault. And then after that, he lost his boy. And he's on an island now by himself, and he's kind of trapped. This isn't Love Island. This is the challenge where he's got to try and get off it without, you know, any romance. All right, Becky. Do, uh, come on. You got to be on my side here. Theo doesn't deserve to be all the way down to number 19 spot. I mean, I think that he compensated after he realized what he needed to do with his height. I do see how it was a huge hindrance for him, but he, it's not like he was giving up. He was definitely still helping his team. He was an asset at keeping everything together. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think he deserves to be this low on the list, uh, you know, and just because he lost. What is it? Bear. OK, one person. I honestly think Theo and I think he's well enough in politics that he can start pulling from his friendships on Team US to help save him. Come on, Tyler. Theo doesn't get an E for effort? No. No, this is the challenge. We don't just hand out participation awards, okay? <laughs> he but compensated. He moved uh, yeah. it. Yeah, you know what? On the challenge, you have to be able to adapt faster than that. You have to be able to see something and go, you know what? I'm going to be distracting the team here. I've got to be lower. I've got to be able to adjust before we start. You can't adjust midway through. If you do, that's why you lose. Took too long. That's just it. I don't hate Theo. <laughs> I don't hate him. Yeah. You don't hate him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your number says otherwise. Sorry. So <laughs> good. Let's go ahead and move it to the mid card. So 19, we have Theo. 18, Kaylee. 17, Georgia. 16, 15, Jenny. 14, Kara. You're smoking crack. 13, D. 12, Cam. 11, we have Kyle. Lay it on me. <laughs> Georgia at 17. Even that seems kind of high for her. She didn't do oh. <laughs> diddly shit. Oh, man. I was, I was sitting here and I was thinking, when I'm doing this, I'm like, you know what everybody always complains about every week is Georgia's too high. And then I sit here and I'm like, well, Georgia just fell seven spots. And that's still not good enough. It's not close enough to the basement for Malik. She wants her completely in there. What are the main factors of why she gets the 17 spot? Well, she falls, she falls a good amount because she loses Bear. And whether or not her and Bear were a romantic couple or whatever, that's still somebody that has her back that will vote her way that, you know, when she needs to. It's somebody that also comforts her and grounds her and it just makes her feel good in the challenge. And when you're not a strong, emotional person on your own, you need that. And now she has to get that from your boy, Josh. And so it'll be really interesting to see if that'll work out. But Right now, she's on the bottom side of Team UK. So that's why she keeps falling. What about you, Becky? Do you agree with this crazy man is talking about? I do believe that Georgia fell quite a bit if 
not all the way to the bottom when it comes to my opinion. Uh, she really isn't doing a lot except for a lot of crying. I guess she still gives great confessionals. You know? Hold <laughs> I on, like hold that. on. Hold on. You know who you just described, right? You just described Johnny Bananas. He is always complaining on the show, but he gives great confessionals, and he's always sad because something didn't go his way. That's you just described Johnny Bananas. That's but that's what happened to Georgia. So she's the female Johnny Bananas. I'm the way you described her. Yes. <laughs> what does Georgia has to do to get to make her way back into the top ten? Get in that top tier again. So Team UK has to just win the daily challenges on female days. If they do that and she stands out in those, which she normally does then that'll help propel them. Because if they lose, she's, she's going to elimination. She has no numbers on her side. There's nobody else to vote in. She's going to go in. Granted, she's probably going to go up against Esther, you know, maybe Kaylee, and she could probably beat them. But if she runs into Jenny, she's in a, you know, she'll be gone potentially. So she needs to motivate her team. She needs to do well during dailies, and she needs to make sure her team wins on female days. What about you, Becky? What does Georgia have to do to save her ass? I, I think Tyler hit it on the head. She really needs to rally. She needs to help her team. She needs to become a huge asset. I don't see her as a huge asset right now. She's a very mid-card. Yeah, she's a great competitor, but she really isn't standing out. So she does really need to take the reins, take a leadership position, and you know, do what she has to do to get on people's minds as someone they want to keep and run a final with. I can see you easily woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. You got Cara at number 14. Uh, let me ask you a question. Three spots. Did uh, <laughs> did any of her antics over the past couple of days have any bearing on this on this uh this power rank? Never, never. Um, I am not a one person stand. I'm not gonna let what happens to somebody in the challenge dictate if somebody moves up or down uh, on the power rankings. Her performance on the daily challenge, her interviews. And just the way she does in that episode is what is going to move her up or down. And she does move up three spots. Granted, one of those spots is because Bear fell out, but she still moves up. Uh, she had, she, you know, she, she only had three interviews today. She didn't get as much camera time, but when she did, it was, it was meaningful. So, Well, speaking of Kara, let's talk about one of her former bows. Uh, we got Kyle at number 11. And I don't know. Does it strike you odd that the whole Kyle, Paulie, Carver thing just really hasn't reared his ugly head that much so far this season? It doesn't really need to. I mean, they're not really as much as they're going Team USA versus Team UK. It's not really they're going against Kyle specifically and they only can do so much. Now, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know why that storyline's gone. I think it was just that a storyline. Maybe editing thought they already gave us too much and, and maybe that drama still is going on. And we're just not getting to see it. So. All right. Well, Kyle's ranked pretty high at number 11, but he hasn't really did shit. I mean, he got a unbelievable amount of camera time today for somebody. The who most did, interviews. For somebody who just did okay in the daily and didn't have an elimination, didn't have a major beef. There wasn't no major fight. Becky, do you think number 11 is a fair spot for Kyle to be in, even though it seems like he got a lot of undeserving camera time? I mean, all he did was complain about Bear getting thrown into the elimination and bitch about how Rogan needed to step up and get put into and prove himself when Kyle's done, what, two eliminations? Yeah, you've proven yourself. Okay, Kyle. But I don't know. I don't think he belongs being so high up. I would put him below even Georgia. I just don't see him doing a whole hell of a lot other than complaining. Defend yourself, Tyler. 
I started I started keeping tallies of this stuff. That way I can back it up a little more. Kyle had more Kyle had more interviews than anybody else. Um as as much as like as and I, I've seen this with Kyle. Kyle is maybe one of the most split challenge competitors, like fan wise, out there. People either love him or they completely hate him. And MTV loves him. That's the thing. They keep putting him on our screens. He gets tons of interviews. He's one of the funniest interviewers out there. And he's you know, he throws jokes at himself, throws shade at other people. Here's the biggest reason why he kind of, he, he didn't really move up much, but he moved up one spot. He, after the tribunal was set, he had so much confidence he was safe that, because Zach was in there, Tori was in there. Well, if he's friends with them, that means he's friends with Jordan. And that means he's friends with Leroy. He's got so many alliance people on the other side that he's safe unless his team votes him in directly. As much as I hate, to admit it because of my deep-seated dislike of Kyle. See? (laughs) (laughs) Tyler is very right that he does know how to build alliances on that other side. I mean, there's a reason why they said that he was put on the wrong team, that he should have been on Team UK. (laughs) Or, sorry, Team US um, in the first place. So the whole thing is, okay, I kind of agree with you, even though I hate doing it. Mark the calendar. This will never happen again. <laughs> He's smart. He's so smart. He's a better game player than a lot of people give him credit for. He's mm-hmm. a great politician and he knows yes. how to how to play both yes. sides and really become good friends with everybody. He would actually like whenever we talk about people doing like different shows, he would be phenomenal on Survivor. Like he would be really good on that show. You pretty much have to have a really good social game. So that's just why. I think he'd do well there too. You know, they kind of said that about um Let's name the first guy who went out, Sean. The challenge is the, the challenge to me is the top. That's just how I look yeah, at it. No, so. no, no. I definitely feel challenge is the top. So, uh, what, what's the name of that new show to keep Sean commercials for with the boyfriend and girlfriend? Uh, oh, the fittest couples. Fittest couples, I think. Where they're in the dome, which was on Battle of the X's one. Like, how are they? Oh, it makes me so mad. Yeah, it is it's most just, definitely a, that's a, right. a challenge. Let's just roll. I don't. All right. Let's go ahead and move it to this top tier. At number 10, we have Joss. At number nine, number nine, we have Tori. Eight, Zach. Seven, Rogan. Six, Turbo. Five, Pauly. Four, Leroy. Three, Ashley. Two, CT. One, Jordan. Okay. 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 Um, okay. I already know what you're going to say. I already know. I know how this goes. I already have my head tilt, head tilt on right here, over here. I just can't go. Tori at number nine. Got a bit more camera time, but... And she got Jordan to apologize. Actually? Eh, all right. Tori yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You just made my argument for me. <laughs> <laughs> we love to see it. Rogan. Uh, yeah. Rogan spent most of this episode being scared and like trying to believe in himself. Okay, number seven, Turbo at number six. Now, that's funny. Turbo has been in the basement the whole entire season, and he gets in the you know he, he he takes one shot at Jordan's throat, and all of a sudden he gets moved up. Actually, yeah, that'll move anybody up in my book. Taking a shot at Jordan, uh, Leroy <laughs> at number four. He told Zach to stop splashing water on Ninja, and he gets a number four spot. That's cute. Okay. Ashley. Ashley yelled at people carrying stuff. She's the number three spot. CT, at number two, all he did was stay at the end of the table being shook about getting his whole game exposed. 
<laughs> and we got Jordan at number one for telling Turbo to stop kicking shit. Like, um, let's, let's talk about your number eight spot, Zach. <laughs> now, Zach, what? Zach was in the tribunal. He told and and he and he splashed water on Ninja. Why is he in the number eight spot? Don't say it was just because oh, of the man. tribunal. Man, I would like to know what you do like about my top 10. <laughs> Be a lot shorter conversation. conversation. <laughs> I'm okay with Jordan being number one. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, okay. it. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Okay. <laughs> I, I was that waiting. conversation was short. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Zach was all over the challenge, um, not just because he was in the tribunal. I mean, he essentially asserted himself in that role. When everybody was arguing about who's going to be in the tribunal, he just stepped up and said, I'm in the tribunal. That's how it's going to be. And nobody said anything. They just agreed. I didn't hate everything that Zach did. One of the best things that I've seen him do was he took Turbo and Tori into the tribunal. And that was just probably the smartest play he could have done. He didn't put Jordan in there with Turbo, but he put somebody in there who's going to keep Jordan safe. And he put Turbo in there that helped alleviate pressure. How did you feel about that move? I agree. It was a, a very good political move. It's a great way to be diplomatic, especially since Turbo was basically telling everybody that they need, he needed to be in the tribunal. Um, but yeah, bringing along Tory was a very safe bet. I think Turbo knew that no matter what happens, that he wasn't going to get what he wanted and get Jordan in. But I, I, I applaud Zach for that very political uh, move right there. Right? I mean... Zach has never been the most politically astute player, but bringing Tori, bringing Jordan, definitely a great move. Tyler? Essentially, why Zach is where he is, uh, as I was saying and everything, asserted dominance, put himself in a tribunal role, put himself around people that he needed to put himself around, which essentially was just Tori, because you just need two votes to go in. He essentially was with Tori and agreeing that Turbo needs to squash his beef with Jordan. He pretty much talked him down. During the Daily Challenge, he, as Kara said, he was the MVP of the Daily Challenge. And those interviews aren't like as it's going. Those interviews are like a day after when they've had time to think about what happened. So, I mean, that right there showed me that he was doing way more than we actually got to see. And he just pretty much, like I said, asserted dominance. And that just kind of moved him up. Becky, how do you feel about Zach being in the eighth spot? Deserving or not deserving? I mean, you definitely saw Zach step up to the plate and take a leadership role very similar to Ashley. Uh, when she took that uh, guiding role, um, he was the one handling everybody holding the leaning tower of relic. Uh, so he really was the one trying to keep everybody focused and in line. And honestly, as, where, as strange as it sounds, because what he did to Ninja, he was calmer than Jordan. So the, the biggest outburst that he had was when he confronted Ninja. Uh, so... I honestly do give him props uh, for really stepping up into leadership role, even though there was that one really big black negative on him. Let's go ahead and move on to your number two spot. We got CT. CT finally jumped on one side of the fence, finally decided to, to, to make a stand. But number two, though, right behind Jordan, granted, he may be number one on Team UK, mostly, kind of, not even really. Why does he get this super big boost all the way up to the number two spot over the likes of Pauly? Uh, CT was number three last week. He moves one spot up. And the reason why he moves a spot up essentially was is there wasn't enough people 
around him to leapfrog him. And Polly fell down because Polly, when you look at all of Team USA, Polly wasn't even like the top five of being focused on the show. He kind of sat in the background because he had his episode last week. And so that moved Polly down. Just based on that, CT moved up. Now I'm going to defend it though. CT does deserve it. CT is, is essentially the leader of Team UK. As much as they might not say it and everything, his game getting exposed doesn't really matter because everybody already was talking about it in every interview for the past couple of weeks. He's been voting with Rogan and Joss this entire time anyways. He's voted in Bear Theo both times. And essentially during that daily challenge, he was, he was leading them. Whether or not they were listening, he was leading them. But, but, that, but that's the biggest thing, though. They weren't listening, but they, they still trust him enough. Like He's not even from the UK, and they're trusting their entire country's team on him. That just says something. He is a vet, but they, you know, they could look to Kyle. Kyle's been on this like his fourth season, so they could look to somebody else, and they don't. That's just, that's just why. Gift Master Bex, how full of shit is Tyler right now? <laughs> oh, you don't shit on my CT. I love CT. I think he has grown so much over these years, and to see him kind of be of a Papa Bear role, and I see that's how, I think that's how Team UK sees him, as this legend Papa Bear that they, they have to listen to, because he knows everything. Um, I think they need to put a little bit more respect with him, um, because I feel like at times they really just aren't listening. They're too busy with their egos, and we're the UK, and we're going to do what we want to do kind of situation. So I love CT. I think he's in the right spot. I think he is going to take more of a leadership role versus playing the fence now that basically his spot got blew up and he ain't got no choice now. <laughs> All right. Does CT make and, the right choice? Yeah. hundred percent. Because even if he doesn't make that choice, we saw that Team USA was going to split the alliance and put both people in anyways. Here's the thing, though. Rogan and Josh's side has the numbers, even without CT, really, because Idris was there as well. And so they don't really need them. So he joined the right side with the most numbers. The only downfall that means instead of him being like number four with Theo and Bear in them, he's like number six with Joss in them. So he's going to be lower. He's you know, it's quick, quicker on the chopping block for them. Uh, another thing, too, real quick is uh, is there was a great quote. And you, one of you guys both kind of touched on it. And uh, Wes tweeted out, as he always does, because he's a big fan of the show, which is pretty awesome. But he said that a uh, pissed off dad CT is so much more adorable than pissed off. I'm going <laughs> to smash your face and eat it, CT. So, so. <laughs> oh, I miss CT sometimes. Funny. The old school CT. Ugh. Hey, Becky, let me ask you, what does CT got to do to make sure he doesn't drop out of this top 10? I mean, I think he just needs to keep doing what he's doing, which is really trying to rally that team together. Because you see him constantly telling them, we need to work together. We need to be a team. And you see that some of them are finally, uh, you could see the little light flashing in their eyes that they're realizing, oh my God, he has a point. This isn't an individual game. Everybody's still playing as individuals. Um, and I think that as long as he starts creating more of that unity, that we're just going to start seeing him succeed and being that really kind of needed asset on the team. Kind of like the glue that holds them together. All right. Tyler, any uh, parting words before we get on up out of here? Um, uh, well, I'm, I'm right. You guys are wrong. Uh, I don't know why people disagree with me. We just got to get a t-shirt. It's Love War Challenges, and it just goes, I'm right. And I'm just, 
It's just my oh, face. That would be a great t-shirt. That would be. Speaking of t-shirts, make sure you guys visit shop.lovewarchallenges.com for all of your hit lists, Love War Challenges, and general challenge gear. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. Uh, big shout out to Giftmaster Bex for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we're about to head out and go ahead and record the podcast for Love War Challenges. This is the hit list. See you guys next week. Bye. At T-Mobile, we believe in putting people first by treating them right. So we're upping the benefits without upping the price. Introducing Magenta Max, now with unlimited premium data that can't slow down based on how much smartphone data you use. Plus, get Netflix on us. Right now, pay zero cost to switch. And bring your phone. We'll pay it off up to 650 bucks only at T-Mobile. Activate up to 4K or video streams at 480p, up to 40 gigs high-speed tethering, $650 via virtual prepaid card, allow 15 days. Simmons support charges waived. Receive Netflix standard with two lines. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.